the Creator is worthy to be praised. This is I Want Mr. to Praise Preacher, You. Man, I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers. Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us. I won't got the same, but don't want the streets to kill us. I'm like Mr. Preacher Man. I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I still want the streets to kill us I'm like Mr. Preacher Man Please don't be alarmed We just come to pray, we don't mean no harm I see how you're looking, of course we ain't perfect We figured if we came to see Jesus it would be worth it We live up the block and I know you seen us running from the cops All this senseless killing, we won't get to stop We want you to know, sir If you don't let us in, we have no place to go, sir Mr. Preacher Man, I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I don't want the streets to kill us I'm like Mr. Preacher Man I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I don't want the streets to kill us I'm like, I'm the preacher man Bible in my hand I'm so glad that you all came to church today my friend And yes you all are welcomed as we seek his face Here we like the organ, I know you like bass That's okay we love the same God We may dress a little different but love the same God And our issues may be different but love the same God We want you to know sir That we will love you not judge you and want you to grow sir Mr. Preacher man, I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, but don't want the streets to kill us I'm like Mr. Preacher Man I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, but don't want the streets to kill us Now watch me, watch me, watch me Watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worse. Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worse. Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worse. Now watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me worse. Mr. Preacher Man, I don't want no trouble. I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I don't want the streets to kill us I'm like Mr. Preacher Man I don't want no trouble I just came to praise and worship with my brothers Praying to the Lord and hoping He forgive us I won't got the same, I don't want the streets to kill us Oh na 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 I don't want no trouble I just come to worship I just come to worship I just come to worship Now watch me 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 worship Now watch me 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 worship I remember when I remember, I remember when he saved my life 
was just a blur I was wild, living real foul I just want right I remember when, I remember, I remember when he changed my name From sick to heal, from broke to bless Now I can testify that I'll never be the same My God is amazing Simply Two-year-old Nigel Cullen said their son suffered from mental health issues. Police shot and killed Nigel inside the crowded Brazilian steakhouse, Fogo de Chao. It happened on Piedmont Road in Buckhead. I would have rather for him to be in a psychiatric hospital opposed to being outside in a body bag. Atlanta police said he was a former employee of the restaurant. Investigators said he was causing a disturbance and shot a security guard. Officers did a, a great job to isolate the subject uh, to the front of the business uh, where no patriots were in harm's way. 
This is video from inside the restaurant moments after the shooting. Officers kept customers away. Nigel's mom said hours before the shooting, she tried to get her son admitted to a hospital. Maya Cullen said he left the house before medics and police showed up, and he ended up at the restaurant. They claim was acting unruly. That's not even his character. But again, he was not in his right frame of mind because he has no. mental health issues. The GBI is handling the police shooting. Nigel's father, Quentin Cullen, said the system failed his son. He had a heart of gold. He always tried to help everybody, anybody who know him. He always tried to help people. I hope I don't let it go.
to another edition of I Want to Praise You. Comedian Jeff Giant, talk show host Halloran Hill, Dr. Milton Brown. And this week, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and we're talking to Dr. Tahira Abdullah Swain. We talked to her last year. I'm excited to have her back. Hey, Tahira. Hey, how are you? Good, good to talk to you. And I want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule because it's the end of school. We have a lot of students and papers and grades to get in. And so we're not going to keep you long. But just just want to touch bases with you a little bit this year. Yeah, of course. I'm always glad to take some time out to talk about mental health awareness. It's so important. So with that being said, here in Atlanta, Georgia, I was watching the news just last night. And one of the names of one of my favorite restaurants came up on the news. And the name of the restaurant is called Fago de Chao. And it's kind of like a Brazilian meat restaurant where they bring the meat around to you. But they have an excellent like salad bar with all kind of different goodies on the salad bar. So anyways, they said there was a shooting in the restaurant. And I, I was like, Lord, have mercy, <laughs> Jesus, what happened? They said that there was, uh, I want to say one of the employees had a mental health issue and started acting out at the bar and um, ended up shooting the security guard. And then the police or the security guard ended up firing back on him and now his life is gone. And that seems just like such a, a weird scenario because I know there's professionals that could have helped him. Then later on, they showed a, a clip of his mother saying that I called up there and I told them my, my son that was unbalanced at the time and he needed to talk to some professionals and they didn't get up there on time and, and that was the end result. Come on, right here. It was a blood. Shed on Calvary, come on. Shed on Calvary. No greater love. No greater love. Can never be shown to me. Can never be shown to me. I smile while I praise. I smile while I praise. Cause I'm as happy. Cause I'm as happy as I can. Can never repay. Come on. I can never repay. The death he paid for me. Come on. I smile while I pray. I smile while I praise. Cause I never do love like this before. He opened my eyes. He opened my eyes and I never do love like this before. I'm not surprised. Trying to bring me down 
Tighten up, tighten up. We got special guests this week. Her name is Dr. Tahira Abdullah Swain. Can you say her name? Yeah. Say it. Swain. You, be, you better not mess it up. Wait a minute. You better not mess it up. Swain. <laughs> say, that say, 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 Dr. Tahira. Dr. Tahira. Abdullah. Abdullah. Now to sing your song. <laughs> Stop, man! No, don't do it. Come on, man! It's Mental Health Awareness Month. She's a, a real serious doctor from the University of Boston, and the Celtics is doing their thing. So we gonna act oh, like we, man. yeah. Hey, 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 look here! You got a doctor in the house, and look here. Um, since we talk about mental health, I just uh, my daughter just graduated her master's in social work too. So that's a part of mental health. Hallelujah. Too. To all my cousins in St. Louis, what's happening? Claiburn, Trina, brother, Auntie Ann, you know we love y'all up there. That's right, that's right, Dr. Tony. I love Swine. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we're going to let you get back to the graduation. Tell everybody we said, hey, man, listen, we got plenty of good music lined up. Get back, safe play, and we'll holler at you next week. Swing, swing. Man, stop playing with the doc. Man, I'll holler at you, man. <laughs> Peace. I'll you. Peace. I'll
treat me like this? Stop coming around here with that negative energy! laws vary state by state. I'm not sure what the laws are in Georgia related to firearms and, um, you know, people who've, you know, a, a mental health diagnosis doesn't prevent a person from being able to have a firearm, right? We all, you know, anybody might have a diagnosis um, of a mental health condition, but 
for people who have demonstrated a serious threat, um, there might be laws state by state that could prevent people from being able to access or being able to own weapons. And, you know, even with those laws, the effectiveness of those laws varies. You know, lots of people who aren't supposed to have firearms have firearms, right? Right. And so I think they're really, yeah. (laughs) So there really is a need to have some more preventative steps. Um, So... You know, my reaction to this is that it's a tragedy all around. It sounds like a failure uh, on many levels. It sounds like a failure in terms of our mental health systems for being able to give this young man the, the services, the care that he needs. And that to me in and of itself is a tragedy that that system failed him. Um, it's unfortunate that he had access to a firearm because I think without access to a firearm, this could have ended, this could have all unfolded very differently. Um, and so that's a, a part of this tragedy too. I think, you know, it sounds like his mom tried to get him some help. She tried to get him some assistance. And so um, my heart goes out to her. My heart goes out to, um, you know, the family families of all the people who've been impacted by this is just a really sad and tragic situation and I think it really just speaks to all of the the need you know that we have um one of the things that I think about a lot in my work here in Boston is you know what are some alternative responses that can be implemented when someone's in need, you know, in a mental health crisis. Is calling the police always the best thing when somebody is in a mental health crisis? What are some other kind of alternatives that could be implemented so that people can get transported to the spaces that they need to be transported to or can, um, you know, get the medication that they need to be able to, um, you know, modulate their emotions. And I think really thinking about alternatives is critical as we think about what is a long-term sustainable solution really look like. Cause I'm not trippin' Ooh Temptation in my face But I'm not slipping. Ooh I enjoy money But don't love it I forgave All of my haters I'm so above Let's go I know they said They plotting my demise But I keep showing up Like surprise Like surprise Thank you We done did it again Hold the trophy up Take a pick for the win Ooh If God 
be for me, then nobody can stop me. Break out in the shower in the hotel lobby. Please tell the driver to pull over just for a second while I run around the car. Thanking God for my blessings.
prayed and cried After you've done all you can And you still don't know why
Interesting situation just to think about and that's not the first time that I've heard stories like that where I remember hearing a story one time there was a young man they said he he didn't have any clothes on he was you know basically naked and he was acting out and you know not himself and the police ended up shooting him he because he I guess lunged at them started running at him he didn't even have a weapon yeah and uh, so it's a lot of scenarios like that and I just my concern like we all have family members that we know that might suffer from any type of instability or whatever and even including ourselves you never know when you just not feeling yourself normal and and you find yourself in a situation where it's a life or death situation so I know that you're a professional and you you might have a little insight about that. Yeah, you know, I think we all, um, any of us might experience a mental health struggle at any point in time, right? And um, for me, it's like, if you think about how would you want your loved one to be treated if they were experiencing a mental health crisis, um, if they were, you know, Experiencing something that was leading them to act out in a particular way that you know is not typical of their character. I don't think that people deserve to die because of that. Um, And yet, in our society, we see this happen time and time again.
can't think of no better way to begin the second half than with one of my favorite singers. That's none other than a group of ladies. Y'all may as well come on. I can't even get it out. That I've known all my life. The Clark Sisters. Come on, give it to them. We're just going to do one of our old songs. I don't know about you, but I just want the Lord endow me again. I don't know about you, but I just want them to pour it out on me, Jesus.
listen, in order for you to go to that next level, you may have to go through a little something. Watch when you put that hand up there now. But I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, all of y'all that don't mind going through the persecution in order to go to the next level in God. Just say, Lord, take me higher. Mm, send it, Jesus. Help me say it. Send your anointing. Send it on, send it on down. Send your anointing. Y'all like that?
save my soul But when I was just a sinner left in the cold Gave me a second chance, save me from myself Came to my rescue when I needed help You wanna know why I love him like I do Cause when my enemy said I was through He took me from the bottom and put me on the top He laid his hands on me and now I can't be
Well, with that being said, I'm just curious. I know from time to time, sometimes new things come up in the industry and what you work. And I was just wondering if there's something, something interesting maybe that you might want to expose us to before we get up out of here. Yeah, sure. I'll share some of the things that I've been thinking about recently have really been, you know, there's so much tragedy, there's so much pain, there's so much sorrow. Um, And I've been really trying to think about the flip side of that, the the joy side of that, because, you know, the flip side of, of, um, you know, really how do we maximize our mental wellness? So all of us, regardless if we have a mental illness or not, should be working to improve our mental wellness. I think I said last time I was on with you that having that checkup from the neck up is critical for us, right? That's right, that's right. And so... I've been really trying to focus on the joy and uh, the ways, the strategies that we can implement to cultivate and to sit in joy in our lives in the midst of so much pain. And so some of the things that I have been, um, you know, reading about and hoping to do some writing about have been um, just some techniques for how we can sit in joy. And so one of the things that um, I have found to be really helpful that I would love to share with other people is joy journaling. Mm. Um, And joy journaling, so a lot of times, you know, your therapist might suggest journaling, right? As a therapist, I've suggested journaling to my clients. But usually when people journal, they oftentimes journal about the painful things, about the difficult things, um, and not as much about the joyful things. And so joy journaling um, flips that on its head and encourages you to journal about the things that do bring you joy. And it can be things that are as small as, you know, I saw the sun today and felt the warmth of it on my skin. And that brought me joy in that moment, right? But it's a way to really live in the moment. It's a way to really capture those moments of joy that we experience because it's so easy for us to let them kind of fleet by without really focusing or sitting in or emphasizing the joy that we are experiencing on a moment-to-moment basis. And I think especially in the midst of so much tragedy, of so much pain, being able to savor those moments of joy is critical. And this is my favorite right here. You keep on loving me. Can somebody help me? You keep on loving me. You keep on loving me. You keep right on loving me. Through the good and the bad, you never stop loving me. Through the lessons learned, you show me. We disobey you. We run away from you. Bring change to your name, but your love remains. Who can love me? Like you do, Lord What you are to me No man could ever be You see through every mistake Through every stumble You prove to your children You'll always be there every slip Through all of my issues You could have been finished You could have been gone But you put up with me Keep on teaching me Keep on loving 
all my good and my bad You love me through my good and through my bad Oh, didn't erase my future cause of my past I'm glad you love me through my good and Do right when I went to wrong. Why? 
your heart be troubled. This is Halloran Hilton Hill with another reason to praise. I remember my father would recite this every week in church. Let not your heart be troubled. If ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. I was reading it again, and I looked at the punctuation, and in the ESV it says, Let not your heart be troubled, if ye believe in me, believe also in God, for in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Question mark. Here's what's interesting about that. First of all, God has always been in the business of preparing the place before he puts you in it. He built the garden before he put Adam in it. He stood him up in a garden that had been prepared. He's always preparing. But what hooked me this time through is I thought about this verse and I thought about you and I thought about what's going on in the world today is this. Let not your heart be troubled. Or in the NIV it says, do not let your heart be troubled. The word let. You know what struck me? I had to ask myself the question, wait a minute, do I have a say and how troubled I am? Can I will the anxiety away? How much anxiety and fear do I have about what's coming ahead? Because I let it trouble me. I had a crazy situation this week. A guy said something to me before I spoke at an event and he was throwing a little bit of shade. And I got a little bit You know, when I reflected on it, I got a little bit, uh, I was a little salty and I was, I was about to like deal with this person about the issue and then because I was troubled by the way. And then I heard God say, let not your heart be troubled. You don't have to be troubled. You don't have to let yourself be troubled. I'm like, God, are are you telling me that I hold the key to the on-off switch of my daily anxiety and it's really rooted in whether or not I believe that you are preparing the space and place for me every day? And God was like, yeah, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb, knit you in your mother's womb. That verse goes on to say, before I formed the days that you would live. When he says, let not your heart be troubled, by the way, he is saying, I recognize that your heart is troubled and I have made a preparation for that. You don't have to let it trouble you. I don't know what's troubling you right now, but I know that you have a God that's already made a plan to Deal with what's troubling you. Let God deal with what's troubling you so you don't have to let your heart be troubled. And that's another reason to pray.
that your help will come But when you focus on the storm, no Everything around is yelling no hope Your boat is rocking in the dark waves And it's enough to make you wanna jump ship Jump ship, jump ship Take you off your pulse Just breathe and let it go Put the phone down and know God is in control And let the master of the seas keep You in perfect peace See, a blessing under pressure The pressure makes you better And better gives you hope For where you gotta go So you don't gotta That is a different way and a positive way to look at it and even a better way to uh, bring this to a close because that's what we're trying to do on this podcast. Bring positive energy, make people smile and take them out of that that dark place sometimes. So I, I appreciate you for that. I, um, I also want to let you know that in this industry that I work in, when you have to do interviews and talk to people sometimes, it's not always easy, and you always make it real easy for me, so I want to thank you for that as well. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. So, um, before we get out of here, I want you to let everybody know your name and the university you're affiliated with, and then we just want to thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, sure. Once again, my name is Dr. Tahira Abdullah Swain. I'm an associate professor at the University of Massachusetts, Boston, and I'm also co-founder of Bear Mental Health and Wellness. So you can find me on social media at B-A-R-E-M-H-W on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think I'm at Dr. Tahira Dr. T-A-H-I-R-A-H on Twitter. So please follow me, look me up. I'd love to see you. Thank you so much, Dr. Tahira. Have a great weekend. You can get back to those papers. Hope graduation (laughs) and the end of the year happens on a great note and you can get on vacation as soon as possible. And for you, go Celtics. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I hope you guys get a win okay, this weekend, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, have a great weekend. All right, you too. Take care. Somebody lift your hand.
Time for another edition of Checkup from the Neck Up with my player partner. This is my dude. Now, see, one thing about it and two things for sure. This is my partner from way back. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Milton Brown, a.k.a. known as. Give me the ball, baby. Give me the ball. There he is. The legendary. (laughs) Give me the ball. (laughs) It's back. But we done lost the ball. I found the ball. Here you go. <laughs> man, we got a lot of stuff going on, man. First of all, congratulations to the family and your son for graduating. Another OU HBCU graduated last Absolutely. week, and we are so proud of him to make sure we he hears that and he knows that we Absolutely. support him. Absolutely, man. We appreciate that, man. Much love to him. Just keeping a tradition alive and, and, and going down and finishing the thing and yeah she was at Oakwood three years finished throwing up and got out of there did did the one year up here in Maryland and uh, we're just thankful man proud of him excited about what he's getting ready to do in the fall and uh, just uh, praising God for for uh, for giving us giving him a purpose you know that's what's up man Pass the torch on to the next generation. Now, you know we got to talk about this COVID thing, man. I talked to you off the phone, but my dad is in the hospital and my mom is positive. That's the bad news. But I feel like they're going to be all right. They're in good spirits. They don't seem like, you know, anything horrible is about to happen. But I just got to hear a word from my doc and see what's going on. Absolutely, man. We we got the two therapies that that are working. The one that's really working really good is the Paxlovid, P-A-X-L-O-V-I-D, Paxlovid. And it's from Pfizer's oil pill. You take it, three of them in the morning, three of them in the afternoon for five days. And, uh, and 90% of the people who received this medicine did not have severe symptoms or, or required to be hospitalized. So it's a good medicine. It's an oil pill. Stops the virus from replicating. And so we, we, we're advocating for it. Um, well, you got to get it within the first five or six days of your symptoms. So after you have some symptoms, then about five or six days, you got to get it because of the mechanism of how it works. So we're excited about that. Um, we hope your, your mom and, and your dad are able to get that. Um, if not, they, there's a, the monoclonal antibody injection that they can get. And uh, that will, you know, these medicines work. You see results within 12, 12 to 24 hours. So you're going to see, you're going to feel better and symptoms will go down. So we, we you know, that, that's, that's where we are. And we're praying for your mom and dad. Um, at the, you know, you know, we love them, man. We love them. We support them. And uh, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta push forward, man, and and, and, and fight this thing. So uh, what? 
So so the numbers are going up, Mills. So I mean, you gotta explain to me. You 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 said it on my on this podcast several times that this was gonna come back, and so I just want you to talk about that. Yeah, I missed it by a week. The I, I was I was said the first week of May. I I missed it by a week. It was really the in the second week of May. But I you know I gave that prediction what two two months ahead of time. So I, to miss it by seven and seven eight days, I think I did a good job. But nonetheless, it's up fifty fifty percent increase in hospitalization, sixty five percent increase in infections. Unfortunately, it's probably higher than that for infections because one, our tests are not picking up this virus. They, they right now the the, the the statistics say that 60% of all the infections are being caused by people who don't have a temperature or have a symptom. They're asymptomatic. Mm. Listen to what I'm saying. 60% of all the mm, infections mm, mm, being mm. occurring by people who don't have a temperature or have an infection, are actively looking infection. They're infected, but you can't see it because they're asymptomatic. So the, the problem is you couple that to people having their mask off and you, you don't see the guy uh, coughing, you don't see them sweating, you don't see them looking sick and you think, oh, I can sit here and eat my food and chill and be close to these people. I can go to a game, sit in a, ne- a deep six inches from somebody or somebody over the, over my shoulder. And you know what? Them people don't have no symptoms, but they the, the statistics are showing that 60% of all the infections are coming from asymptomatic people so we 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 got some some issues with these rates rising not having the best tests now because the virus has mutated away from being able to be detected as readily and so i I tell you the infection numbers are probably i'll probably tell you 50 percent higher than what we already what we're gathering information on i don't even think the, the state data, the state uh, CDC data, they, those numbers are no no good. Uh, what we're going to watch the, right now, what we're going to watch as, is the hospitalizations because the, the hospitals have to report how many people are in based on the COVID infections. And so you get a better sense of, of, of what's rising. And, and they say that the hospital rates have, have risen 50% Definitely. in the last week. So we, we, we got... We got, you know, New York is going back to a, a, a indoor, indoor mask, uh, 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 asking everyone to wear masks indoors. You know, people don't want to hear mask mandate, but wear your mask. That's the mandate. Protect your yourself. What you call it? What do we call it? The face. <laughs> wear, wear your face condom. <laughs> Protect yourself at all times. Protect yourself at all times. Absolutely. Put on the face condom and wear your mask. That's it, man. That's the, that's the, that's the whole point. And so, um, you know, I know today at, the, at my university where I work, the graduation today, you know, they had issued a mandate saying that it, it was no access to the uh, Eagle Bank Arena, uh, Eagle Bank Arena because the, the because you had to have a mask. Mm. So everybody went in there and had a mask. You know, of course, you're going to see people get mad and get put on the mask, walk in, and then when they, nobody looking, take the mask off and sit down. I mean, it's foolish. Just wear the mask, man. We got people... 
it's just, it's just silly. But nonetheless, we gotta we gotta mask up because this thing is gonna rage out of control. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of you know, we're gonna get one of these bursts like we did back in December, and then it'll cool down again, and then we'll get another burst probably August uh, August September somewhere in there. Um, but right now we in a we in a firestorm of COVID in this back here. COVID don't care that we're tired. COVID don't care that we said it is over. COVID says when it's over. COVID says when you, when if you want to be in a fight with me and you want to get tired, I'm just gonna beat you up. Mm. So <laughs> and yeah, we so got we got to protect ourselves, man. Got to put them uh, face. And face masks on, man. Absolutely, absolutely, hey, absolutely. Man, I appreciate absolutely. you, Mel. We're gonna get all these uh, medications that you t- recommended. We thank you for taking time out and letting us know what's going on. And uh, we're gonna get back to this music. It's Mental Health yeah, Month, let, Awareness Month, and so we just let me say one thing D, before we get back. When you take those medicines, take them with food. Don't don't take them by themselves. Because, uh, because they cause you to have a um, metallic taste in your mouth. So take them with food, take them with 64 ounces of water during the day, and, and do not take any other medications within two hours of taking that medicine. All right, just giving people a little bit of, of, of what to do. And if you get that metallic taste in your mouth after taking it, then get yourself some hard candy or one of these menthol, mentholiptic uh, cough drops, uh, and, and that'll help get that that taste out your mouth so you can take it for five days and then the last thing i had to say d was on the mental health tip you know covid is is ravaging our mental health and 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 so you know since this is a mental health month you know we we want we want those who are suffering and those who are suffering with the depression of and the in the in the the uncertainty of, of not of not wanting to be infected or not getting infected that that you know get outdoors get some sun get get uh try try to get out and 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 uh in nature try to get out and do some things that are that are safe activities that get you away from your normal routine to to just give you a, a sense that you're doing something different and uh and by all means if you're having feeling down feeling like the world is coming to an end not having any any enjoyment in anything gaining weight uh feeling feeling as though the, the, that no one cares about you please get some help because this this is what we we is nothing is nothing wrong there's no stigmas attached to getting mental health mental health is good Mental health is, is 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 will help you, and 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 we promote getting help. So so, D, thank you for for advocating for mental health this month, and man, we appreciate what you do, brother. Always and forever, like the babyface song, man. I'm gonna see you next time, man. Stay up. Congratulations to the family. Tell them to have a great weekend, man, and we'll holler at you next week, dog. <laughs> Give me the ball, baby. Give, Give me, me the, the ball. ball. Is in the building. <laughs> I holla at you, boy. Appreciate you, man.
tell them how you feel.
is I Want to Praise You. Featuring comedian Jeff Giant, talk show host Halloran Hill, Hello. and Dr. Milton Brown. Here we go. Praise is what I do. And this is I Want to Praise You.
on you waiting on me to say it. You got to say it. Say it. He's leading in my direction. Because this is my season for grace, for favor. This is my season. Come on, y'all. Raise your hand, say, I've got a seed in the ground. Come on, open your mouth, say, I've got a seed in the ground. And I don't care what your circumstance says, it's already getting better.